Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dual Access Podcast. It's great to be back again. Today, I'm speaking with Karen Tubman. I met Cameron through a YouTube course that both of us did um, a month or so ago, and we met in person for the first time a few weeks ago here in London. And we got to talking about marketing versus community. Um, we, as a company, tried to decide sometimes uh, whether or not we should have a marketing department, and I thought this would kind of be an appropriate conversation because I'm sure lots of other people run into this same issue. A little bit about Carmen. She is the she is the founder of Community Coach, mentoring others who need help with building their own community, and is also a consultant for clients, including Unity Technologies. She's responsible for providing strategic advice for global communities who need help understanding how community plays a part in meeting their business goals, how to actually get their community set up and engage their members through content and other tactics such as gamification. Thank you very much for joining me, Carmen. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks, Andy. Excellent. Great. Uh, let me go ahead and um, so why don't we just jump right in here? So I mentioned how uh, when we first met, one of the things that we talked about was whether or not our company should invest in marketing. We don't do kind of traditional marketing. We use our people as our marketing tool. So kind of more like community. So kind of the, the question we're trying to get to, the sort of root question of what we're trying to answer in this session is, if I have 5,000 pounds to spend, which should I spend it on, marketing or community? So really broad question. What do you think? That's a great question because I think a lot of people, firstly, are not sure whether to go down the route of marketing or community. And uh, a lot of businesses face this issue. So I think a really simple way of looking at what marketing can do for your business uh, is it really excels at building awareness. So I would actually say to any of my clients that come to me and ask, should I spend money on marketing or community? I think it really depends on what your goals are. Like I said, marketing is great at building awareness mm -hmm. and community actually excels at a longer term plan. So if you're looking to build retention uh, for people, whether it's your customers or suppliers, et cetera, that's where community really shines. Okay, great. Um, so then kind of how would you going into that a bit deeper? How would you define a community? Yeah, so I get this question a lot and I like to try to really simplify it. So community is a group of people with shared goals and interests um, and it can consist of many different types. So I think a lot of you probably have noticed those communities around support. So say you use a product and you want to be able to connect with others that use the product and answer each other's questions about how to use the product. Um, so that's one type of community. Uh, there could be a community around providing product feedback. So maybe a product or service is super new and there's a community formed around people that are really passionate about that new product or service and they're looking to give feedback to the company so that they can keep adapting and adjusting the product and service to make it better. Um, and that empowers the customers as well. So uh, that's another type. You also have advocacy where you're encouraging new members to use the product and you have communities of people that are super passionate and they want more people to, to use the product and, and know about it. And you also have content contribution types of communities where maybe you're trying to work together on a project 
and collaborate and communities can form based on the the shared goal of whatever that project has um, and just general engagement so maybe you, you share a common interest whether it's tableau uh, whether it's uh, you know going to the gym and getting fit uh, there's a whole bunch of different interests that people have and they may just want to connect um, over those interests so the, the first thing that makes me think of then when you define that is that communities are much more about the personal interaction and marketing is more about trying to reach new people. Is that? A- yeah, I, I think that I actually like to say it like marketing gets people through the door and community keeps people in the room. So okay. um, and, and definitely community is all about developing long term relationships with people. Um, marketing is is just mainly generating awareness that you exist. Okay. And what are different types of marketing that you might advise your customers to do if they had 5000 to spend? Yeah. So there's actually different types of marketing. You have uh, social media, which is um, obviously uh, very common. Um, you've got communication side of things. So email newsletters, blogs, uh, website even. And you've got advertising. It's a very traditional form of marketing and SEO. Okay. And um, so regarding kind of traditional marketing, when uh, do people still do like print marketing? Uh, like I would assume almost everything is online now. Like what's how has that changed over the years? Yeah. So I would say, so technically I focus more on the community side of things. Okay. Um but I, I mean, community is also online and offline. And I think right. the same applies to marketing. So I think generally speaking, yes, we're seeing a lot more online, mainly because you can uh, actually measure it, right? Like I can measure online um, click rates right. a lot easier right. than if I send out 10,000 flyers in the print, then, you know, how many sales are coming through. It's hard to determine how much of that is from traditional right right okay so then um so regarding kind of being able to um know where your customers are are coming from how much is how much is targeting different between print or traditional kind of marketing and the marketing that we see today um sorry what do you mean so uh, targeting your audience for example right so with marketing, how do you target your audience? Is that what's going to, so, you know, the traditional print marketing or, you know, even radio marketing, I guess Mm. you kind of have a general idea on who your audience is, I guess, based on surveys and kind of general demographics, but with online advertising, you can target much, much more specifically, right? I guess that also depends on the platform, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you can get very, very specific about the people that you target. Right. Absolutely. And to be honest, a lot of uh, new businesses, especially that may not have the budget, are turning towards platforms where their organic reach is higher and and unpaid. So, you know, you have platforms like TikTok and LinkedIn that actually have higher organic reach for people mm-hmm. that are looking to generate awareness for their business versus the more traditional platforms like Facebook, et cetera, where they're just finding they obviously have to pay for that reach, but it's also just not generally um, getting out to the people in a viral way that these yeah. newer platforms are. 
Okay. So let's say that somebody, you know, a company puts an ad on, on TikTok. I guess it's, I'm, I'm not quite, I've never been on TikTok, so I, I don't really know how it works, but do they run just kind of like, um, almost like a YouTube short and then they just hope people click on it or do they actually run ads on maybe they want to sponsor your account or something like that? Or does it, they do it both ways? Well, so I actually think one of the best, if you're asking for my advice, I think one of the best things that you could do to really supercharge your business is to combine marketing and community. So say for instance, you put out an ad on TikTok or to be honest, it doesn't even need to be an ad. If you can understand the platform well enough, it can be a social media post, right? That's unpaid. And you can start to engage with your audience. Okay. Um, and that's almost where the community element can come in, where, you know, maybe if you put out some content um, and the community side of things, you can actually develop further relationships with the people that are interacting with right. the content and, and develop a deeper relationship and an understanding as to what your audience is looking for. And hopefully that'll help with improving even the content that you create in future. Okay, great. And is it how important is it that both exist for a company? So again, Sorry. when you and I talked, I talked about how we don't do kind of marketing, right? We don't pay for ads. Right. Uh, a lot of it's word of mouth for us, which I guess is a form of marketing, but not paid marketing. Right. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people are freaking out because they hear the word community and it's suddenly this buzzword where it's like, we must have community, right? <laughs> um, and, and I actually don't think everybody needs a community. I think a community takes long-term commitment, number one. Right. So it's not something that you can build overnight. It's not the same as just creating an ad that you just put out there and then people respond to it. Community really does, it needs a longer-term a commitment by a company okay. and it also needs um, the business to really put in the effort. So, um, you know, delivering value to your community is huge and it's, and it's a huge requirement to encourage engagement with your community members and, and create a successful community. So I would say that if you're a business that is new all you want to do is get awareness out and you've got a short-term vision maybe you just you need to get sales to survive right like there's plenty of businesses out there that they're just looking to get some cash flow in i would actually recommend um, looking more at the marketing side of things and going with social media organic reach really understanding the platform i think that's key so spending time on these platforms whether it's tiktok or linkedin and understanding how people engage with content um, and, and focusing more on those efforts. But if you're really looking at building a longer-term relationship, maybe you've got customers that you're looking at the lifetime value of them, for instance. Uh, so you're potentially looking at upselling in future or you've got new products that will come out and you want to continue selling to the same group of people, then community can be so powerful for that. Um, same with if you've got a very technical product or service and you don't have the budget to spend on customer service, then community can shine with that because you can encourage community members to answer each other's questions yeah, and yeah. do that for free. 
Right. So, you can gamify that whole thing as well then, right? Giving exactly. out swag or, you know, whatever, badges or something like that. Right. Yeah. And there is an art to that too. I mean, with swag and we call it extrinsic um, motivations and intrinsic motivations in the community world. So swag is something that, yes, it motivates people to a certain degree, but actually the the secret sauce is to find what intrinsically motivates your community members. So things like, you know, what what truly um, are their goals and what do they value most? And a lot of the times it's not monetary because as soon as the money dries up, those people will be gone. Or like say you, right. you can't have swag anymore because your budget's gone, then you don't want people to leave because you're not dishing out swag anymore. Right. So that's why I'm really big on finding out those intrinsic motivations. Okay. So if you, if you get brought into a company as a consultant to evaluate their community, how do you go about establishing or, or trying to find out what their intrinsic and um, extrin- what's the other word again? Extrinsic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <sorry. laughs> trouble with that word. How do you, how do you go about right. determining those values as a consultant? Yeah. So I work really closely with clients to understand, firstly, what are their goals? Because it's also important to understand the motivations of a business to okay. create a community. And that's key because, like I said, long term, this needs to be a commitment. And um, you also need to identify how do we measure the impact of community, right? So um, that's first and foremost um, because I need the business to be supporting the community uh, for the long term. And then we look inside the community and I do a lot of research. I encourage the clients to do a lot of research around the people in the community, why they've potentially joined the community if it already exists or why they would join a community if it doesn't exist, um, and, and understand those motivations. What are their challenges? What's missing? Like what doesn't exist now that they would really love to turn to a group of people and and have that support or encouragement, et cetera. So yeah. I think it's it's really about doing the, the research and developing those uh, relationships with people. It's having some long conversations, but also asking the right questions to these okay. uh, potential community members. And let's say that you've kind of done that analysis. You sort of understand the goals of the community. How do you then cultivate that? Yeah. So from you all of that, them, right? similar yeah, to marketing, you got you to keep so them much around. work behind the scenes in community. I think that's something that people just think you just create a Facebook group and, <laughs> and then you go, okay, I'll send the invite link to everybody. And Hey, I've got a community. Right. There is so much more behind the scenes um, to encourage that engagement. But really, again, because by now I will have understood what are the needs of the community, I start to actually categorize people. So say, for instance, there's a group of people within the community that really, really need one-on-one accountability buddies because they're on a fitness journey and it's a fitness community and, you know, they've got goals. And so they're like, we just need accountability so that we can stay on track. So I would then start to create these strategies within the community to help deliver that value to them by being a member in the community. So maybe we create like networking, um, you know, sessions or we create those uh, buddy systems and we provide the platform for them to meet. Um, We have different, if it's a forum, like maybe we have forum topics that are related to 
what they're looking for. So I think all of the strategies really derive from what their needs are because I'm a huge believer in you have to give, give, give to your community members before you ask for something in return. Okay. So um, it, it's the way to encourage engagement. So um, people will show up if they believe that it's worth being there and it's worth their time to show up. And that makes complete sense. How hands-on should a company be in, so let's say I'm the one building, a, I'm building a community for my company. Should I just let the community kind of run itself so that it doesn't feel like, you know, because I shouldn't feel like Big Brother in there, right? They they right. should they should feel free to kind of let the community organically grow the way that it kind of naturally grows. Where's the fine, you know, it's got to be a kind of a fine line there, right? Yeah, and there's a there's actually a lot of sneaky stuff I do behind the scenes to make the community <laughs> feel like they're they're actually um, they're more in control. But there is someone behind the scenes because at the end of the day, this is a community that's created by a company, right? It's not right. a personal community. So with company created communities, uh, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes. You can create almost like ambassadors. Um, even from the start, you know, people that are really, really passionate, you know, say about like Tableau and they're just getting started and they're like, you know what, um, I, I'm super passionate and I really need this community. Mm. Well, it's like behind the scenes, there's a lot of DM, DMing that goes on and encouraging them to post to the community or, you know, like giving them almost content like, hey, this might be useful. Or, Do you want to host this event? Um, right. I can make it all happen for you. So you're right. like empowering them to make the most out of being in the community. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot behind the scenes that happens to, to make that happen. But it's still important that the business is a part of the community. Uh, agree it's a fine line and you definitely do not want it to be a community where you're just pushing business agendas um, mm. because that will kill your community before you even started it. Yeah, yeah, that make, it makes makes complete sense. Um, I know with the Tableau community, they try to sort you know they they do have an ambassador program, and then they have different different levels of of programs that they have. And um, when they run webinars or ask people to host something, you know, whatever the topic might be, it's really good for that person's career as well, right? Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. How, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's the sign of a good ambassador program, to be honest. I mean, uh, with ambassador programs that I've launched, I've always asked the future ambassadors, what, what can we do for you? If you, if you're putting in the time and again, I'm, I'm big on not paying ambassadors with right. money necessarily as the main motivator, right? Like, yeah. of course, I'm, I'm big on like, if you're giving, you know, time, you should be paid for your time, but it's not just about paying in monetary terms. It's mm -hmm. about, okay, well, do you need, do you need a career support? Are you looking for the next great job? Let us help right. you with that. We can feature you on our website. Uh, we can feature you in our social media, in stories. We can put you up on the stage. And actually right. that's what community is all about anyway. It's about you taking a step back as a business and putting others on the stage. So. Okay. So let me go back to you know me starting up a company. I initially start with marketing because I have to I have to find the customers first. I have to get the customers, mm -hmm. um, and then I still only have a finite budget. When do I know when to make that switch? When I say you know what um, I don't have money for uh, to do both of them, I've got right. a few customers. How do I know like when to switch 
to uh, so, commit in that case? Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I would recommend if you're not willing to make the switch and stay, like stick with community. Because okay. it would be disastrous for you to make the switch from marketing to then building a community and then decide after three months, well, you know, this is a lot of work and it's not really working out and we're just going to switch back to marketing and close okay. this community. Um, because that's just I guess such you lose a, all your customers, right? Probably. Yeah, it's or, such a yeah. negative experience. And, uh, and, and if you're not willing to put in um, the effort, then you could not only lose the customers, it could just be really negative in terms of they could go out and speak negatively about your company to other future customers, right? right. So right. Um, I, I think it's, it's more about what your goals are, like I mentioned. So if you're yeah. looking at these customers not as one-off transactions, then I would actually, you know, obviously when you've got an awareness there, um, an MVP almost of awareness, then I would be looking at starting the community if, if your requirement is, you know, whether it's longer term relationships, um, upselling, et cetera, like all the things that I've talked about, um, because you can also create advocates in your community to do the marketing for you. So right. that's where you can supercharge community. And I'm such an advocate for community itself because I've seen how it can, it can actually do a lot more than just raise awareness, which is what marketing does. Community mm-hmm. can like reduce your costs. It can increase your sales. It can um, it increase awareness about your company. Um, you can find new partners, collab- like collaboration, all sorts of things that you can do when you build a successful community. So I think the benefits, to be honest, I think they far outweigh just focusing on, for instance, advertising, which is very one way. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a huge advocate for community, but it has to be done right. And you have to be in it for the long haul. Right. It sounds very similar to a traditional sales process where they say it costs a lot more money to get a new customer than it does to keep a new customer. It sounds similar between marketing and community. I think community, I wouldn't even say it costs a lot of money. I've started communities with zero dollars. It's, but it's required my time. So if you're, if you're a business, like, you know, you're a a founder and you've only got like a team of one and you're willing to put in the time because you recognize that those benefits are so crucial for your business, then it doesn't necessarily have to cost you anything to get started with a community. Um, And, and same with marketing, you know, with social media, like I said, you can do the organic, uh, organic social media content and it doesn't cost you anything necessarily either right so um, I think with both it's more around your time commitment and if you're if you're not willing to put in the time yourself you need to hire a community manager or a part-time community manager or consultant like myself to help you with strategy then uh, that's where the budget would be required okay what about communication styles for a marketing yeah. So with marketing, I, I often say it's very one way. So if you think of putting up a post on Instagram, for instance, um, you generally get people commenting and uh, maybe you're replying, you know, once to be like, oh, thanks for the <laughs> for your feedback or whatever. But that's generally where the conversation stops, right? right. Um, and usually if you look at the majority of marketing's activities, they're not really 
focusing on replying to comments and, and things like that. It's, it's more focused on getting the content out, broadcasting the information um, and raising that awareness, right? So that's marketing is very one way, whereas community is is very much two-way communication. Okay. It's where I will listen a lot more in a community role than I would in a marketing role. Okay, great. Um, okay, so let me have a look through. My, okay, this is a really important one. How do you measure success? Yeah, so this is a great question. I think um, <laughs> I, I, I get, you must get asked that all the time. <laughs> I do. And I think when it comes to marketing, it's because marketing's also been around for longer in ways in terms of in the corporate world, yeah. um, it's, it, it feels a lot easier to measure success. Um, with, for instance, you have advertising. Well, we can measure click rates, uh, conversion rates. Uh, with social media, we can look at you know likes, comments, followers, um, all those um, metrics. And uh, with communications, well, with newsletters, I can look at things like open rates and uh, right. click rates. And so, I guess within the marketing department, that's how they can measure their KPIs, right? Like super narrow and specific. Whereas with community. Um, I, I've seen companies take community, look at it and go, okay, well, the KPI can be number of members in our community, and that's going to be a measure of success. Right. And I always steer the, the conversation away from that because that is a vanity metric that means nothing. Um, it might mean something in marketing where you look at, okay, great, like the, we, we need eyeballs, right? But in community, it's not about... We need a ton of people in the room um, and making tons of noise, and that's a successful community. That that could die next month because it's not being taken care of very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I actually look at it's more the quality of the engagement in the community, and the way that I measure success with community is very closely tied to the business goals, and that's why I start conversations all about business goals because Mm -hmm. say for instance you want to sell more products or you want to reduce customer support tickets that's a a key one that a lot of clients have Um, then we can measure the formation of the community and over time well what happens to customer support tickets do they reduce Mm -hmm. are we seeing more questions in the community being answered by other community members um, and that's stuff that we can actually measure and it's, it has impact to the business. So that's, that's how I look at measuring success for community. For TV advertising, uh, I assume you're familiar with kind of how, like how crazy advertising is for the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, that's how the many, yeah. Yeah, how many million companies spend. There's no way they can possibly measure the return on that. I, I guess they, the the, TV, the broadcaster will be able to tell them how many people were watching at that time or roughly the number of people that, you know, kind of tuned in or out for a commercial. But why would they even bother spending that much money on something like that? Is it, is it all about just getting your brand out there? Well, about, I think know, not letting your competitors do it, like taking. So think about Coke versus Pepsi, right? Yeah, I mean, number one, it clearly works in ways in terms of raising awareness, right? You've got like the most eyeballs on the screen and people are actively watching the ads. Usually people are very disengaged with ads. In fact, they hate ads and they will shut them off or they'll mute them. 
Whereas this is the time where you can spend a lot of money on your ads and know that they're being watched and not just watched right. on TV, they're shared across blogs, social media, um, you know. And what I would note is companies are getting smarter with how they advertise. So for instance, there are Super Bowl ads where I've seen QR codes shared in the ad and then people can scan the QR code and it takes them to a specific website where it can be a promotion or something. But they can actually then measure, well, how many people converted um, from yeah. watching yeah. the ad to, okay. to scanning the QR code. So, and, and there's plenty of campaigns, right? Like there'll be hashtag campaigns. Um, they can look at how it's impacted their social media afterwards, mm-hmm. like um, the hashtag mentions of their company. Um, they can look at that, um, you know, those figures to see before and after. Um, so for those companies, I mean, there are companies that year on year, right, they return to the Super Bowl. So um, they're still businesses at the end of the day. They're not like doing this because it's fun or it's for <laughs> um, <laughs> bragging rights. It's yeah. because they have seen the results from, from you know, creating those ads. Um, and they can be played for years too. Like I've seen yeah. websites where they have like the 2019 Super Bowl ads, right, like the yeah. best of 2019. Yeah. So, Yeah. I guess there's a lot of people that watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials as well. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I myself go on websites just to look at the best uh, advertising on the Super yeah. Bowl every year, right? So, yeah, there's people that don't even watch the Super Bowl. They just watch, watch the ads. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, contrary to what you would typically believe. Yeah, um, yeah. I had another question around that as well, but I can I can hold that hold that for later. Um, so uh, I think you talked about this a bit, but let me come back to it again. What are some potential impacts on the business for implementing one or the other or both? So I think with marketing, like we said, right, we're generating awareness that you exist and. That's helpful because if people didn't know that you exist, then you can't really go ahead and build community, right? Or sell products or even be a business. So um, that's the impact that I would say with marketing, uh, with community, it's again, like creating relationships with people where you can, like I was mentioning, right? Like reduce the support costs. Um, if that's if that's a high cost for your business, like, or, or you find you just don't have the capabilities to provide great customer support, right? That's that's another thing. Like, um, maybe you already have a customer support team, but you're finding that they're not able to deliver the support that's required to your customer at a, at a quality that your customers are looking for. And maybe they're jumping to competitors because of that. And that's a big thing about community as well that we talk about uh, in the community world is it's your ultimate competitive advantage if you have a great community because your customers you can't replicate that uh, your competitors can't replicate that sorry it's it's like you know if you have an amazing community in pepsi coke can't just like come along take the same platform invite all those members and say yeah like we've got the same community over here it doesn't work like that <laughs> you can't just like acquire or like or steal a community um, so it, it can be an incredible competitive advantage to your business to have a community. Yeah, that, that's interesting. So if I think about our business, we do a lot of uh, community. You know, we have a really, really big community at the company. Mm-hmm. But we're with the data school, the part of the business that I help run, 
we're always trying to to reach new applicants that don't know about us. So that's where we would probably maybe do marketing on that part of the business, but mm-hmm. then kind of cultivate the community everywhere else. Am I understanding that? Understanding well, that yeah, right? there's definitely there is definitely communities where you have existing customers, right, that are right. using the product or or they're they're basically gone up the curve in terms of using the product, right? So like say with Tableau, you have people that have used it for years like yourself and are teaching others um, and empowering others and how to use the tool um, in all those different situations. Um, and then you have newer people to the product. And I think the great thing about community is that you can create a supportive network to, to help people move up the curve and do it in a way that they don't feel alone as well. Um, and you could have the more experienced community members for your product or service helping the newer members. And it's super fulfilling for people, by the way, to do that. It's when we're talking about intrinsic motivations, giving back uh, and helping others is hugely motivating for, mm. for most people that I know, to be honest. So uh, it's a great way that if you can get awareness around the fact that this community exists, then new customers could be like, oh, well, that's great. I, I will try to use the product because I know that there's a place I can go to ask questions when I run into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more relatable than me calling a hotline um, and or, you know, like on a website trying to like email someone. Right, um, right. You're talking to real people that have used the product and they've actually achieved success with it. So. Okay, yeah. And then I guess they start to support each other as well. We're not, you know, you're not necessarily depending on me to answer your questions. It might be where the community members are answering each other's questions. And that's when you Absolutely. really know it's going well, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's, and that's a huge uh, measure of success for community, right? Um, and uh, creating a sustainable community where instead of hiring more community managers, for instance, because like maybe your community is now like a hundred thousand members or yeah. you know, you've grown so much. Um, the huge indicator of success is creating a community that is self-sufficient. Mm. And I've done this where it's, we've had ambassadors that take over and I'm basically looking to multiply my job and uh, they're welcoming new members they're reaching out, they're DMing, they're developing relationships, mm-hmm. they're creating the content. Um, you know, you don't want to be the person in the business that's constantly, you know, doing this and getting to a point where you can't do this anymore because you have too many members. It's it's about creating a sustainable community that can grow in a successful manner. Okay. It sounds a lot like then kind of, you know, when, when we're looking our, at our YouTube stats, we look at reach and engagement. So reach is almost like kind of, the marketing part of that is that right? Oh. So YouTube kind of does the marketing for you, right? It kind of feeds right. it up to certain people, but then engagement is getting those people and keeping those people in the room. Absolutely, that's a great way to look at it. Good, good, great. Okay, YouTube. I've got. Go ahead. In YouTube terms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The that's about all my brain can consume. So, <laughs> um, okay. Last last question for you, Carmen. Um, what's the first thing you'd recommend someone do if they're unsure whether they should start with marketing or building a community? So I would say have self awareness as to where your business is at and what you need the most. So like we've discussed, um, you know, during this entire interview, it's, do you need to get more 
people to even know that you exist and you're just looking for that that short-term um, benefit of like, you know you just need to increase product sales and you've got a timeline and that's what you're looking to work towards or are you looking for you know building those longer-term relationships mm-hmm. um, and 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 gain the more broader positive impacts from doing so but it may take more time so just have that self-awareness about where you're at as a business and what you're willing to commit and I think that's a great starting block for anybody looking at deciding whether they should focus more on marketing or community and know that you can have it both ways. Um, marketing and community work really well with each other. Uh, you can get marketing to bring more people into the room and the community team does a really great job of keeping those people in the room. So. Great. Okay. Well, for, for those on the uh, listening, um, this will I, also, these are on Spotify now, which is nice. That's Oh, cool. great. Uh, yeah. So uh, reminder, Carmen is the is the founder of Community Coach, and she's great at helping companies build up their communities from scratch or to or to keep them going, really, and, and get people more and more engaged. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Oh, so you can check out my Twitter. I'm at a community coach or my website is communitycoach.me. Okay, great. And you use LinkedIn much. Is that another place for them to find you? Are I you do, on yes. You can look okay. up my name on LinkedIn. Uh, okay. Feel free to DM me on any of those platforms. Okay, great. And I'll, I'll put all of that in the show notes as well. Um, also, for those that are on, if you enjoyed this, please give it a like and share it with somebody else that you think might find it useful. If you ever need any help, please leave a comment and I can get you in touch with Carmen if you're not quite sure how to do that. And we're, we're happy to help you along the way. So, Thank you. Oh, and I'm also, sorry to interrupt you. I'm also on YouTube, which is oh, how we right. met. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty hilarious. <laughs> I didn't mention no. that. But yeah. if you look up Community Coach, then I am on YouTube as well. Okay. And I'll make sure that link is in the description as well. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much, Carmen. Awesome. It was great chatting, Andy. All right. Bye. Bye.